0: Welcome to the YMCA of Central Florida Spiritual Habits Podcast Series. My name is Chad Garman, and I have the privilege of serving our community through the YMCA Community Engagement and Christian Initiatives work uh, for the next few minutes that are really designed to help you grow uh, in your own spiritual walk and maybe pick up a spiritual habit uh, or rekindle one that you uh, have long forgotten. And so today I am joined by Pastor Colin Outerbridge, from Nona Church in Orlando, Florida. Pastor Colin, thank you so much for coming in today, for joining us. I'm excited about our topic, but before we jump in, tell us a little bit about yourself, your church, and maybe your why story, if you have one.
1: Yeah, well, thanks, Chad, so much for having me. It's always a privilege to um, be engaged with the great work that the YMCA is doing here in Central Florida and in our community at large, and so just honored to be um, a part of this conversation with you. Um, like you mentioned, yeah, my wife and I um, lead Nona Church here in the city among some incredible people, some great friends, and we've uh, set out to, to lead a church that is accessible to people um, regardless of where they come from, what their background is, and what their story is, um, trying to create an environment where people can know and take their next best step and follow Jesus. It's been a great journey, a great run. Married to my wife, Stacy, we are high school sweethearts um, and have four kiddos ranging from pre-K now to middle school. And so it's a new era in our home filled with sports and extracurriculars and traveling all over the place. But it's been a really good season.
0: That's so great. Uh, Pastor Colin. thank you, sir, for sharing that. Today we're going to jump into a spiritual habit that I know I need to work on. Uh, It's definitely one of those things that's difficult to actually do on a regular basis. Today's topic, intentional rest. Now, intentional rest. What's the difference between intentional rest and taking a nap or going on a vacation uh, or having just a lazy day? What do you mean by intentional rest as a spiritual
1: habit? Yeah, intentional rest involves the idea that it's pre-planned, it's predetermined, it's on the schedule. Uh, And rest uh, involves the concept of allowing there to be certain things that fill our cup that actually rejuvenate us and give us um, strength as opposed to maybe some of the randomized ways in which we grab a nap or uh, take a second injection of caffeine to kind of get us through the day. So intentional rest is this idea that there's a way of being in the world where we can plan for our times of rest, our times of rejuvenation, our times of recreation in a way that uh, prepares us for the long marathon of life.
0: That's so good to hear that uh, we have permission to schedule rest. We, we, we schedule everything else in our world. In fact, I would even say that we're maybe sometimes too scheduled And we just allow our time to be filled, but if
1: we don't schedule rest, we're never going to do it, are we? No, absolutely. And I I think that we're experiencing that in our culture today in so many ways, right? What's the first phrase that people um, respond uh, with when you ask them, hey, how are you doing? It's one of two things, either hey, I'm really tired, or I'm really busy. And we kind of carry these two phrases, I'm tired and I'm busy, almost as badges of honor. Um, imagine if when you ask somebody, hey, how are you doing today? They said, you know, I'm feeling really rested, feeling really present, really connected with my life, um, feeling like there's time and margin for me to, to think and reflect. I mean, we would probably be caught off guard if somebody responded that way, Right. And yet we've defaulted in our lives to busy and tired uh, being either badges of honor or realities that we're living in that ultimately are hurting us physically, hurting us emotionally, uh, and hurting us spiritually.
0: So give us some biblical basis for this idea of intentional rest.
1: Yeah, so I think it starts in the beginning, right? Uh, We see God who is... Uh, all-powerful, all-knowing, according to the Christian tradition, um, creating the world in a rhythm. It says that he uh, creates um, all that we know and see, and then on the seventh day, uh, he rests. Now, the question then becomes, why does God need to take a break? Was he tired? Uh, That would make him not God, right? Uh, The reason why God rests is it serves as a foundation for us as people who are looking into the story of creation and the story of being creatures in this created world to recognize that rest is actually a model for us that is important to employ. Then you move through the Old Testament and story after story after story, what you find is God commanding his people um, to... Reserve a day and keep it holy. And on that day, they're supposed to rest. And then Jesus teaches about this day later on in the New Testament. And he says that this day that that in the Jewish tradition is called Shabbat or Sabbath, uh, that this day is not made for God. It's not that God needs it, but it's made for humanity, that humanity needs it. There's an actual way in which we're wired and made uh, that God has designed us where we need to take a break. And that break should happen regularly. That break should happen consistently. I, I might use the word, Chad, that that break, that rest should happen intentionally. So Colin, tell us, why did
0: you choose this as y- what you wanted to share with, uh, with our community? Do you have a personal story about why? Uh, intentional rest is uh, important.
1: Yeah. So Chad, I would say that of all of the habits that I think that my family uh, employs, that I take seriously, of all of the habits that I could think about that have had the most transformative impact on our life and family, it would be our choice to practice intentional rest. And so uh, kind of by by way of kind of background, right? Four kids, um, all of them involved in different activities. Uh, I work outside of the home in a pretty demanding job. My wife works outside of the home with a very demanding job. And so we are by and large, a very busy family with a lot of things going on. Multiple um, Multiple volleyball practices, multiple extracurricular activities happening during the week. Uh, and both parents working outside of the home. And so as we've kind of looked at our lives and and seen our schedule, uh, it would be really easy for us to go week after week after week, month after month after month, um, just keeping the foot on the gas pedal. Um, And we've just seen too many people burn out, too many families fizzle, uh, too many people be like ships passing in the night when it comes to marriage or with their kids where the relationship becomes more of a transaction where we're glorified chauffeurs, uh, then really building the family that we long to have. And so uh, my wife and I, a number of years ago, uh, set out to ask some really critical questions about what kind of family we wanted to have, what kind of life we wanted to live. And uh, when we realized that, that God has actually designed us to take a day a 24 hour window where we cease work Uh, and choose to rest, choose to delight in one another and in our family in an intentional way, all of a sudden what we saw was that our capacity to do more during the week increased and our impact and depth of relationship with our family uh, was better than it had ever been. And so for us, this has been a really helpful tool that I wish more people were aware of and engaged with uh, because I think it would have a better impact on our families, on our personal relationships, and our personal health. That's so good I've, I've often heard
0: uh, this idea of, of rest being described especially in our busyness that we live in and and I know Colin that your family is not alone in this my family is not alone in uh, the busyness of it but but oftentimes our busyness results in a lack of trust with uh, with God that we feel like we are we are too busy we are too important. Uh, to pause for this 24-hour period. So make this super practical for us.
1: Yeah. How, how, do we, how do we do it? Yeah, so I think the starting point is, I mean, if you're a follower of Jesus, like if you would consider yourself a Christian, I think the first question that we have to ask is, Hey, if Jesus thought it was important to take a day to rest in his own life in ministry, and he was the most productive human that's ever lived, right, the most productive person that's ever been on the planet, what would make us think that we could get away without one? I think that that's like an important piece, right? If Jesus is the standard and he thought it was a good idea to rest, and he's got it figured out a whole lot more than I do, maybe I should listen to that guy. I think that that was a really sobering moment for us a couple of years ago to realize we were trying to run at a pace that even Jesus uh, wasn't running at. And so I think that's an important concept to remember. Uh, And then the second piece is, okay, if intentional rest, picking a time or a rhythm in my life, you know, a a different day uh, or a moment where I'm really going to stop working so that I can focus in on um, some other things that give me joy, then the question is, how do I make this day a fun day that actually feels restful, uh, and I think that depends on stage of life. So I'll give you kind of a little bit of a framework of how it works for our family. Um, I work Sunday uh, to Friday. My wife works Monday uh, to Friday outside of the home. And so for us, our day of rest is starts on Friday night at about 5.30 p.m., and it goes until Saturday into the evening. And so it starts every Friday with an incredible meal. So we pick a great restaurant, we order in some incredible food, and we delight. It's our Sabbath feast, it's our day of rest feast where we enjoy a great meal together and we invite some good friends over who we enjoy. And then Saturday is a day where we get up and we enjoy the day. We stack the day with things that increase our delight that remind us and connect us to the the hugeness of the world. That could be a long walk, a hike, a day out at the lake. It could be um, trying out a new part of the city and and spending time outside. Uh, And for our family, we love food and we love fun. And so those two things are involved as well. Uh, It it also gives us freedom to say, you know what, if we want to take a nap, we'll take a nap. Uh, and so there's a, a degree of fluidity that happens in that 24 hours with some anchor moments like a meal that we know we're going to share together uh, and some commitments to not do things that make the biggest difference. So, Chad, I would say this. For us, intentional rest is probably less about what we're doing because that, that kind of feels like we'll work. And it's more about what we commit not to do. So we commit not to check our email, uh, not to check our, our phones. Uh, sometimes we'll actually put our phones in a drawer Um, for extended periods of time. We want to disconnect from technology um, as much as we can and remind ourselves that we're people, that we're human beings, not human doings. And when we remind ourselves of that, man, life comes alive.
0: Well, Colin, those are some radical ideas for (laughs) many of us during this period of time, but they are ideas that are so practical that uh, I know my family would benefit from. Uh, and no, I think, I love what you what you said about, you know, sometimes we just need to start. And so, you know, if we can't commit to 24 hours uh, this week, um, you know, what, what would it look like if we just committed to a couple of hours this week and then just increase that over time?
1: Um, yeah. That's, that's important, Chad. And just by point of reference, we started this a number of years ago, and we're just now at a point where a full 24 hours is our reality. It started with three hours. It started with a meal on Friday, and then it translated to a couple more hours. And, and like you said, it was really hard because everything in our culture tells us we need to be on all the time. But I think a good reminder for us is that culture isn't attending our funeral. Uh, culture isn't really uh, concerned about how great we're doing with our kids or with our marriage. Um, culture, for the most part, uh, is engaged in trying to find ways to keep us on this um, in this rat race to make as much so that we can spend as much. And what I found, uh, Chad, and what my wife and I have found is that we are more productive Uh, more successful and having more impact as a result of trusting that uh, the world can uh, still work without us for 24 hours every week. Um, We we found ourselves to be more effective in the last number of years than we ever were before. That
0: is so, so good. So are there any final kind of words of wisdom, key
1: takeaways that you want to leave
0: uh, our community with?
1: Yeah, two thoughts here. The first one is um, start slow and uh, be effective with what makes sense for you. Uh, What makes sense for my family has been discovered over years. uh, And so I think the key is starting slow. Uh, Pick one thing, whether or not that's a meal or putting the phone away or selecting a certain time and allow that to become a normal part of your rhythms, and your habit. And then the second thing that I would say uh, is this. um, You were meant for joy. You were meant for flourishing. Uh, And so as we as people remind ourselves of the temporality of life and the great gift that it is to live, let me just remind you uh, that you don't have to live a burned out life. You don't have to live a busy life. There is a different way of being in the world that can still lead to productivity. In the words of Dallas Willard, hurry is violence to the soul. And so if we can become people that slow down, enjoy our days and are fully present, I think we might find that some of the things that we need in life, we just don't need that much. And there's a better way of being in the world.
0: So, so good. Once again, Pastor Colin, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I know that uh, this will be a benefit for our community as we grow healthier spirit, mind, and body uh, from this practice of intentional rest. If someone wants to get in contact with you, learn more about intentional rest, or uh, maybe learn more about your church, what's uh, what's your church website or a way that people can get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, people are welcome to visit nonachurch.com. Uh, there is a number resources there uh, that can help people discover more about intentional rest, uh, some sermons and some podcasts, and uh, people are welcome to check it out there.
0: Well, community, I hope that you found uh, this time helpful. I know I did. And we look forward to connecting with you again soon. God bless and stay safe.